The Las Vegas Raiders have partnered with the global lifestyle app TrueConnect to give the gift of wellness. Transform your mind, body, and soul through thousands of hours of premium fitness content, guided meditations, progress tracking, and more. Visit tcfree.fit to redeem one free year of TrueConnect exclusively for Raider Nation. Raider Nation! Wake up and get ready because it's time for the morning grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Good morning, Raider Nation. This is Lincoln Kennedy. Today is December 6, 2022. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Morning Grind. Well, let's recap. Well, the Raiders are now on a three-game winning streak after beating the Chargers this past Sunday. And you know what? I've got to commend the defense for stepping up in the way they did. I know that uh, Chandler Jones had three sacks, finally had a chance to come out of his uh, sort of hiding, if you will, since we uh, attained him and signed him. He's really been, you know, hasn't had as productive of a year as we expected up until this point. But I did expect that on Sunday. Look, the Chargers, for what it's worth, not making excuses for them, but they had three replacement offensive linemen. They had three guys, the normal starters down, and he was going up against a rookie. So I'm glad he was able to take advantage and and, and truly take advantage uh, and get pressure on, on Herbert because that was essential. So, you know, when you look at this defense in general, a lot of people are questioning how far they came, where they're going, and, and where they're at right now. It was good to have Nate Hobbs back. Nate Hobbs provides that man-on-man corner that you really don't have. We thought we had it in Rakasin. It's developing in Amik Robertson, uh, but it's not there yet. And, uh, you know, Rakasin has struggled, uh, and he will continue to struggle um, because of the, the way he plays. Um, but for mo- for the most part, with Patrick Graham's defense, what he's looking for is to be able to play man, tight man-on-man coverage when you have a blitz or you're playing that, that shallow zone. Right now, the zone coverage for the Raiders is just too soft. So they have to play man, but they don't necessarily have the wherewithal personnel without Nate Hobbs to play man. So Raider Nation, where we're at right now is that we, we saw it last this past weekend against the Chargers. If you press, especially against a struggling offensive line, you can get pressure on a quarterback. If you lay off and play soft, quarterbacks aren't going to hold on to the football. We've seen it throughout this season. They're going to throw those short passes, those short stop routes, those short hitch routes to get five, six yards, and then when it comes down to getting a first down, they're going to be able to move the chains if you play that soft zone defense. So you have to play press man in this style of defense. You're taking a risk. There's no doubt about it. You're taking a risk, but that, that, that's just what you have to do. And, and I think they're – and what I mean there, I'm talking about this defense. The players are starting to understand what Patrick Graham is asking for out of them for, for this defense. Max Crosby, Chandler Jones, and even the defensive tackles can get pressure if allowed, if given enough time to get to the quarterback. And it's not immediate. It's not instant. You don't necessarily have to bring a blitz. They can do that. But you cannot give up soft coverage because just it's, it becomes an easy pitch and catch for the quarterback. And, and, and we've seen times with that throughout the season. Go back to New Orleans game. Go back to Jacksonville game. You've seen that. Once they get down on the, on the, the, the minus side or the, in the red zone, offensive red zone, it becomes a little bit tighter windows but then you still have people who struggle in coverage. Merrick has come a long way, guys. 
Merrick has come a long way. That 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 was a big defensive play that he had against Everett, the the Chargers tied in in Sunday's game. It was a big defensive play for Merrick because he has struggled playing man coverage on tight ends, bigger tight ends. Now Everett's not a a, a long guy like some of the guys that the Chargers have in the past, but he's still a good tight end. And so that was a big play, Merrick preventing that touchdown on the, in Sunday's game against the, against the Chargers, him knocking the ball out. So he's come a long way. Robertson, uh, Rakiasim, even Sam Webb, these guys have come a long way since they first started playing. They've got to get used to playing in the system. And, and here's the thing. You know, a lot of people don't understand this, but you cannot generate the pressure and the speed of a, of a football game in practice. You can't. And I feel that the Raiders don't have necessarily, the, the, unanimously, the personnel to implement their system um, against uh, in, in the Patrick Graham system. So there's going to be some changes in the offseason. But to get through this season, it's good that the, fine, the Raiders have found a way to win the last three games. And, and, and that's positive, especially as we're going into Thursday night's game against the, the Rams. Now, Let's talk about that. Here's the thing. The game plan has already been installed prior to even the Charger game. The reason why, you don't have enough time to prepare or install or change things up from Sunday to Thursday. So the game plan is pretty much in lock. The Raiders are on the cusp of doing something they haven't done for quite some time. The possibility of winning four games in a row. It puts him in a position against the defending world champs that are beat up, as beat up, equally beat up, as the Chargers are. Matthew Stafford's down for a year, so going up against a backup quarterback. There's, there, there's no Aaron Donald. Uh, this, they still have a little bit of teeth in the defense, but you know they're, they're, they're still missing a lot of pieces. So this is a great time. And, and what this three-game winning streak has done for the Raiders – even if they don't have Darren Waller or Hunter Renfro, I don't know if they're going to be activated. I don't know what, what we can expect, especially coming off of IR. Even if they don't have them, you found out consistently that you have a good running game, running game that can take the pressure off of Derek Carr and your quarterback, and you know what Devontae Adams can do. You've seen it. So there have been teams in the, during the season that have done things to sort of take Devontae Adams out of the, the, the equation. And the Raiders didn't have anything else to go through, go for. But since developing a consistent running game and understanding how to block an eight-man box, you bring a receiver in motion, you short motion, you line them closer to tight end. He goes, you know, he goes in for the safety, digs out the safety, and then you isolate the, the the fullback on the on the main backer, or like Derek Carr did in this past Sunday's game against the Charger, redirect the blocking. Depending on the strength of the rate of the, the the opposing defense, so it's a good thing. This team is learning how to play within the system that's before them. That's a good thing. Now I, I'm not going to sit there and, and, and proclaim what the rest of the season holds for this team, but you're better off coaching and teaching off of wins than you are losses. And that's where the Raiders are right now. They're feeling good, and they have the right to. I mean, you think about it. You know, they 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 beat two the last two wins they had 
were against teams that they had, you know, had a winning records or have winning records. So what we've seen out of the Raiders this far, Raider Nation, is the fact that they can hang with just about anybody. And the coaches have come forward and made adjustments when they need it. The last three games in the second half, I've noticed adjustments by the coaching staff. That's a good thing. Because when the Raiders were having, were having trouble you know, finishing off games, I didn't see those adjustments. I'm not saying they didn't exist. I just didn't see them. I've noticed them over the last three games, the second half. You go back a couple weeks ago to Denver. Denver was, was, being able, was able to move the football. They weren't able to necessarily generate a lot of points. Was able to move the football against the Raiders. The second half, the defense stood up and was able to make some stops to get the ball back in the offense. Hand. The offense stood up and was able to get some, you know, generate some, some um, positive movement in order to win that football game. Took them to overtime, but they won that football game. Same thing with Seattle. And the same thing this past week with the Chargers. There's been some adjustments. Take your hat off for the defense. You know, for, for really, you know, for a long time, they held the Chargers to just a couple of field goals. It was the pick six that really put us in, you know, desperate times. But you, give it, you take your hat off to the, to the defense. And, hell, you take your hat off to the whole team. Special teams came through when they needed to in spite of the missed field goal. Offense did what it had to do uh, in spite of the turnovers. You know, so take your hat off to this whole team. This, this team has been resilient throughout this season. Come up short a couple times, not, give, not taking that away, but, hey, they have been resilient. And so you moving forward, you have a lot of positives that you can work off of. You know, think about this, this, this next game Thursday night. Whatever strength the Raiders go into, I believe they have a good chance of winning. Okay, I believe they should win this Thursday night game against the Rams. The Rams are basically cashed in their season. It's hard to repeat as a champion. It's hard to go back to the Super Bowl. And without you know their main their, their quarterback, I, I doubt very seriously if they're going to be uh, as capable. But you can't underestimate. You still have to go and play the game. Then the following week, you come back and you play the Patriots. Should be well-rested. The game has been flexed out. It's not Sunday night. It's going to be on, on Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock. But it's still a, an, another chance for the Raiders to take a step in the, in the right direction. Raider Nation, it's not out of the possibility to see this team go 10-7. It's not. You, when you look at the remaining schedule, it's not. You, you can't sit there and say, well, they, you know, they, they've got no chance. But they've got a lot of work in front of them. And you can't overlook opponents. You never do that. But there is a reason to stay positive if you're part of the nation. And win, lose, or tie, you're a Raider Nation until you die. You're a part of this team. You want to stay in it because I, trust me when I tell you, there are still a lot of positives that you can look forward to. Okay? So hang in there. Hang in there. It's, it's a tough thing to do, but hang in there. It's going to be a fun ride. Let's ride this three-game winning streak. Let's try to make it four. Once we get to four, let's try to make it five. You see what I'm saying? So Raider Nation, trust me when I tell you, there are a lot of positives to come from this team. There's a reason to stay into it. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Morning Grind. I'm Lincoln Kennedy. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Morning Grind on the Raiders Podcast Network.